0: Down.
1: slap i don't even know if that's what he said (laughs) uh welcome back hey first and foremost i want to apologize i'm getting over a a sickness i couldn't even talk yesterday
2: apologize don't nobody care about your voice yeah
1: but if i'm over here
2: (laughs) (laughs) apologize to me
1: i guess (laughs) oh so you're the only person that that is affected by this I'm the first one. Bet. Uh, anyway, man. <laughs> Welcome to the BZ Podcast. I am Zay, and that is. Britt. And we are back. Um, We're always back. Apparently. <laughs> you sound like you got, you got something to say. You got something to get off your chest?
2: No, I'm just like, it's a holiday. We could take a day off.
0: And- nah. And no Sergeant Zay. No days off. No days off. Yeah, I'm sick.
1: I couldn't even talk yesterday. I'm in spitting. Ew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm chilling i ain't doing nothing right um good. we had an eventful weekend
2: yes we did and we had a
0: good friday night yes at
2: the move experience y'all missed out
1: yeah yeah Not rubbing in your did. faces or anything nah rubbing in their face mush em.
2: make sure y'all at the next one
1: nah mush them <laughs> rubbing in their face yeah we had a great time yo special shout out to everybody that came out and made the experience what it was um them boys on to something <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah shout out to uh one take dave shout out to lur stevens shout out to he Me, squadron i'm not gonna go through the whole list if you want to know who was there you can go to our page you can go to my personal page see what's going on see what y'all missed out on a lot of talent at
2: bz podcast on instagram for those of you who don't know
1: um yeah. shout out to the first time <laughs> listeners, listeners last time listeners
2: last time listeners Zay. Last time, you know, listeners. Some
1: people, some people ain't gonna stay on the boat. We can't save them all, Britt.
2: <laughs> okay, all right, I understand.
1: Um, you, are you ready for Christmas? Did you get everything yo, done?
2: My Christmas
1: done, nigga. Why?
2: What, what's today December twenty second. it's over. I'm ready to take the damn tree down. Like, <laughs> <you
1: know. laughs> we, we didn't put a tree up.
2: Well, oh, you didn't?
1: Nah, there are no kids coming oh. here, y'all. That's just work.
2: Y'all getting gifts
0: what? So, uh, I don't. I understand. So.
2: It is work. Uh, yeah. If I didn't have a kid, I'd probably just. I don't even know if I'd do anything. Um, but yeah, no. So my son, he, him, you know, he goes with his dad one year, with me one year. So this year he's with his dad. So they're going to be gone pretty much the whole week of Christmas. Uh, so I let him open his gifts early. So you're good, uh, mom. He, he lucky because. He, he snooped around and found the presents, y'all. He <laughs> he found the PS4, you guys. He found the PS4. Not the PS4. I was hot. Like, he knew he was getting it, but he ain't no-no. And my thing is, all right, so this is totally my karma because I was I was that child. Like, I always found the presents. I was terrible. I think one year, I, like, literally unwrapped the presents and rewrapped them. Like, I was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: that's, that's a little wild.
2: I used to peel the corners, like my mom who like, who didn't do that?
0: Who didn't do that? And that,
2: that was so obvious though. Like my mom was like, "Pretty, I see the fucking corners peeled. Stop touching the damn presents." Um, but my son though, like it was in the closet, hidden in the corner with clothes covering it. My son literally pulled everything out and just left it right there in the front of the closet. Like the PlayStation was front and center. I'm like, damn. Like at least try to like put it back. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> come on y'all like yeah. that's the first thing like why would you just leave it out grit
1: was like, more yeah. tight more tight that he left it out than he than she was that like
2: that he actually found it
1: <laughs> come on yo! be a little more stoked.
2: it was just blatant disrespect like really you just go <laughs> oh you just gonna leave it right there oh, all right <laughs> so yeah he lucky he made honor roll because i was
1: ready to return all that shit well shout but, out to shay for making honor roll did we mention that no no yeah, big him up a little bit. Don't just tear him down. Like.
2: I, I just said, at least he made honor roll. I mean, but you're making me relive the moment. Sure. <laughs> I'm cool now. I was hot though, but you and my friend Sierra, some of my other friends are like, oh, just just don't be so hard. And I'm, like, mm. and I'm like, this is totally my karma. But That's why like, I didn't really want to tell.
1: threatening this boy that she was going to take all the gifts back.
2: Yeah. I had to say something um so what i did do though is because i already had presents wrapped that were just closed so when he first came over i told him he can only open that stuff and then he has to go to bed and he can wait and see the next day what i decided not to return <laughs> so i at least wanted because he's very impatient um damn aries so do i, do, I was, Mom? like okay but he you talking about me i said you need to learn somebody should do this with me like learn well i i think this did happen to me i had to learn patience like because mm. that's his problem he wrote me a little note talking about he just couldn't help himself
1: <laughs> yeah ten year old saying saying he can't help himself is funny
2: because yeah because we do talk a lot about being self-aware
1: mm.
2: and those types of things so he tries to throw that type of stuff in my face and i'm just <laughs> I'm like well at least you're honest shit yeah right. um but yeah so That that's my holiday for the most part. I mean, I don't now. I'm. It's weird. I'm like, oh, it's done. So now I have to, yeah, I gotta kind of go through it again, I guess. Because really, it's all about my kid. Well, are you excited to see what you got?
0: Like, are you
1: excited?
2: Oh, we all just opened presents today. Like, oh, y'all corny. Uh uh Yeah, yeah.
1: Y'all Christmas about to be whack as hell.
2: I mean, that was Christmas. I mean, honestly, though, like, (laughs) I mean, but this is the thing, like. I've gotten used to, like, trading off every other year. So this will be the first time, though, that I'm, like, not really going to see him at all for the whole week, though. Um, So, I mean, my Christmas is going to be me being free. <laughs> not to say that my son weighs me down, but, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to have a week without him, and I'm going to try to get some things done. Relax, hey, dude few facials I don't know uh you know chill out maybe I'll use a bath bomb hey I'll I'll have time this week so makes sense it's yeah I mean it's you know try to create something else different that I can give to myself as a gift
0: that's nice so, self-care you know,
2: don't have, I mean yeah it's better than just being like oh I'm sad because it's the holiday it's really just a day but it's all the frenzy around that just keeps reminding you of which day it is. Yeah, let me tell you something, <laughs> So, yo. I may just stay off social media. Is it
1: really day? is. It's be Like, next year for me, it might really be just the day. The holidays stress me out, y'all. Like, I, I think I don't want to participate anymore. I think I might be a, I don't
0: blame you. I think kid. I might
1: check out. You don't
2: have any kids? Sure.
1: Yeah, I think I might check out. It's yeah. not fun. Especially, like, maybe yeah. if I had a kid. Mm-hmm. I see joy, but I just I'd be stressed out of what to get people, and and you know, like my family said they were gonna do a a secret Santa where everybody buys one person a gift. <laughs> they lie to me every year and say they're gonna do this right, <laughs> and then the day of, I end up getting six gifts, only giving out one, and I feel guilty.
0: And they're like, oh, don't worry
1: about it. Stop mm-hmm.
0: lying to me." Right.
1: Like Stuff yeah, like so it. I think I'm. i This might be my last year.
0: Years, like just follow the rules.
1: Just follow the rules. Why am I the only dickhead that keep that that keep following the rules? I get tricked. It's like been like the past five years.
0: Hmm.
2: Well, that's how I felt too. Like at my job, we did kind of like a. I mean, it's a small office. It's only four of us, mm-hmm. but we did kind of like a secret Santa type thing or whatever you want to call it. Um. So we were all supposed to make. Whatever the gift was, we had to make it. So two people at my job were like, oh, we made them for everyone. So I'm like, well, yeah, I was like, that's it's not, not the point. rules. It's not the rules. Like, I want to follow the rules. So I, in turn, I'm like, well, I guess I'm making one for everyone, too. So I had to tell the last person, like, hey, make sure you bring some for everyone so you're not the only person bringing just one gift. <laughs> you know, like, mm. like now the rules have all changed. I mean, no big deal, but, like, let's just set it like that to begin with.
1: They did one at my job where, like, you had to sign up for it. (laughs) I don't even like them, so I ain't sign up for shit.
2: (laughs) But then, like, people don't show up that day. So then, you know, like, that's what happened at my old job when we did that. And for some reason, I ended up getting, like, two presents, and then I looked like the asshole. I think somebody, um, I know one person for sure news she got me because she got me a mug actually shout out portia what's up girl she actually just shouted out the podcast
1: because
0: right,
2: she got me a cup she got me a mug that has a k on it um for my last name Knox. so like i know for a fact she got me the other person who got me a gift too there's a girl with a similar name to mine her name was Bridget. My name is Brittany. Her last name does not start with a K, though. Cause, so he, I think he messed up who he had because he got me something as well. So I'm like, oh, like, what? This is, <laughs> I don't think it ever works out the way it it's
0: supposed to. It
1: never does. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think this is my, I'm signing off. This is my last holiday. <laughs> I think I'm finished. Yeah, I'm the Grinch oh, no matter my- what. I'm the Grinch because I followed the rules. I'm the Grinch because I didn't follow the rules, so. Yeah. yeah, we're done. How do you how do you like uh, protect your your energy during the holidays? Because it's a very stressful time.
0: I mean,
2: the stressful. Stressful in which sense, though? Because some people get stressed out about different things. Like some people are stressed out because they are missing loved ones, and that's a whole different type mm-hmm. of stress right. than you know, just oh, I feel pressured to buy gifts. I mean, you honestly, you've got to let it go. Where I mean, I guess it—it's hard when people are not all in agreement. Like my family, I told everybody straight up, I ain't buying on nothing, so don't buy me nothing. And everybody said, "Aye." Like every few years or so, well, we won't get each other anything, and then you know we'll all spend on each other. And like it varies. So if there's a year where somebody gets someone something and somebody doesn't, we don't really trip or feel any type of way necessarily. Mm. So I don't know. I guess it would depend on your certain circumstance. Like, is your family? Do they really make a big deal about gift giving? Are they very judgmental? I guess there's too many factors for me to really answer that question with one answer. I
1: feel like a lot of times people put like a very harsh expectations on themselves. I've seen people like complain about money, but then mm-hmm. go out their way to buy things for people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it shouldn't yeah, be
2: about that. Up. Yeah, it's just yeah, but you get caught up in the craziness because I know I do. I love giving gifts, so I do get carried away
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> very easily. So I get it. I got to put myself in check, but I, I don't know. It's just so much fun. I just like seeing people happy yeah. and surprising them. But when you got bills,
1: I'm saying you got
2: know, got budget.
1: Christmas was always <laughs> always fun until you had to pay. It was always a free ride. <laughs> Aww. You know what I've been saying I wanted to do though? And I just haven't. What? I wanna like soup kitchen it. Like, mm-hmm. like do something on that day yeah. that I feel like I'm getting more out of than just buying something. True. We should mm-hmm. do that. Mm-mm. Can we do that next year since I'm not participating? DZ, <laughs>
2: sure. DZ, give that? I mean next year I am gonna have my son, but he can come along too. She... Oh yeah,
0: start that early, man. Right?
2: Yeah. I mean it's literally just like I don't know, we've never <laughs> I don't know. We've never done anything super spectacular for Christmas. We're always just chilling in the house, so.
1: I mean, that's the best thing. I hate having to go somewhere. We got to go somewhere this year and go out to eat.
2: I will tell you, one of my favorite Christmases was, um, I think it was before I had my son. Uh, So I feel like this was back in maybe 2006 or something like that. Mm. And my mom was moving and... She like I don't know, it wasn't like like they were moving like in a few weeks or something. So that we were like at a hotel. But I was living in Philly, so I came home for Christmas and we were at the hotel. We, literally we we was all in the hotel room, me and my siblings and my mom watching movies and my sister bought me like a king size bag of peanut butter Ms. <laughs> I was I was so happy. Like I didn't think I was getting anything. And I just thought that was so nice that she even thought to like buy that for me. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, I still remember that was, like, one of my most favorite favorite Christmases, like, because we literally just sat there eating, ordered takeout, and laid in the beds. Um, you know, it was probably two size beds or something. We all, like, laid in the beds and just, like, watched movies watched the whole movies day. Mm-hmm.
1: Just had a good time. See, that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Maybe I need to focus on, like, my favorite Christmas times mm-hmm. rather than these last five years.
2: <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's about spending time with family. That's why I was saying, like, you know, it it really goes out to those people who are going to be
1: missing. I am going to be missing. I'm going to be mm-hmm. missing. My nephews is going to kind of be but one you know, of the But I, I, meant, I, I meant, meant literally
2: missing. Like, they're not yeah, yeah, yeah. on this earth anymore,
1: Isaiah. Oh, I just got sad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this went over your head.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're in San Jose. Okay. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Uh, anyway. Uh, all right. So, we'll, we'll kick it off like this. I sent you a uh a interview with Andre Three Thousand on Rick Rubin's Broken Record podcast. And um, quick take: How would you feel about it after you finished it? Like, like, well, what did it give you? Did it give you anything?
0: It didn't give
2: me enough. Facts. <laughs> it gave me, it gave me something, but I want more. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that. We listened to it. I listened to it, at least. You sent it to me Friday. Uh-huh. I listened to it Friday. Um, and then you said, hey, let's just listen to it again today. And I was like, eh. But I was like, fuck it. Let me turn it on. Uh, Look, like, while I was making while I was making the gifts for my coworkers. <laughs> I was like, let me all listen to it again. And it was just as entertaining as the first time. Yeah. Um, I caught a few di- a few things I didn't hear the first time. But for the most part, you know, I heard it all. And I felt the same thing. Like, um, you know what made me mad? All right, I will say am i am i jumping ahead too much or
0: should no nah, no nah, go ahead go
2: ahead okay okay fully complain all right so the complained. part that made me the most <laughs> the part that made me the most upset is at the end he's like it just abruptly turns off like it wasn't even like they wrapped it up like you know mm. like me i didn't i had no idea it was about the end and then he's like yeah you know they continued to talk for hours you know he talked about his mystical experiences in playing the flute for random Starbucks
0: customers. And
2: da-da-da-da-da. We could go on and on and on. But catch next week's episode with... I'm like, whoa! Whoa! whoa. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's no part two. Don't tell me what y'all kept talking about.
1: Yeah. And you're not going to share like, we it. we don't want to hear three more hours of Andre 3000 talking. Like,
2: literally. So, I hope people make a fuss as much as I am. And they release that audio. Because y'all playing games.
1: Sex. Um,
2: cut it out, I
1: think one of the things that stood out to me, boy, do I love when wisdom speaks or or experiences talking? You know mm-hmm. just those two people, Andre being one of the people that like I really look up to, as far as like creatively, just because he's done mm-hmm. it like in his own way for the longest,
0: yeah, so
1: just hearing that much experience, like I just wish I could be the fly on the wall, like I wish I could have be, been in that cafe wherever they were sipping tea or whatever, you know there was tea. There wasn't coffee. It was definitely tea. It was like a... Which you, which is, oh my what what is Andre sip?
2: What does he sip? Yeah, he he definitely sips yeah, tea. Yeah, it's, a, it's right? a tea. Okay. So.
1: <laughs> um, but when he was talking about isolation and contemplation and how you know, he was alluding oh. there has to be like a delicate balance between the two, like it really mm-hmm. hit me because I struggle with that. Like, back when I was creating, or we struggle with that, kind of. Like, Mm -hmm. you remember when we first started the podcast and we had, like, a set date when we were about to drop? Mm -hmm. Like, and then I just hit you and I was like, we're dropping the balls. You remember that? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, anyway. I literally
2: don't remember that. You sprung that on me? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure. Why
2: would you do that?
1: Because I found what Why my you do that so- that, I'm telling you right now.
2: I literally had to disconnect. I had to disconnect to even do this thing because you know me, like I'm not. I don't want to be in anyone's ear. I don't want people hearing me talk.
0: Mm.
2: Uh, you know, it's it's a little scary. So. Yeah, I mean, that definitely sounds like something you would do. Yeah, so. So I couldn't
0: chicken out. Nah, hell yeah,
1: hell yeah. (laughs) But I was scared myself. Like, it wasn't like I was like, yeah, we're ready. It was a more like the more time we sit on this, the more time we give ourselves to find something wrong with it. Or or Mm -hmm. the more time we risk not letting it fly. And that's one thing that I noticed with myself. I would create stuff, hold it, I share it within my group you know what i mean i'd send you something i send somebody that i trust something get feedback but i'll never release it because i never felt that cop like, like confident in it so it was kind of just mm-hmm. like fighting against that urge fighting against that that impulse to be like oh no i gotta do more research or we gotta make sure uh mm-hmm. this is right or make sure everything's mm-hmm. perfect like we gotta just let it fly you know so i thought that was that yeah, was cool well,
2: andre was yeah well just the. Elaborate more on what you're talking about, Andre, for most of the part on the interview was speaking about how he just doesn't have the confidence right now to create mm-hmm. um because he just feels so much pressure because of his success. He was just saying how before when he was starting to you know kind of go off on his own, um people weren't really paying him no mind or didn't really believe in him, mm-hmm. so he felt more free uh to do what he wanted to do, and Rick Rubin was kind of telling him you know it's really just yourself standing in your own way. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Still, and Andre admitted that he's like, I know it's myself standing in my own way, like that's limiting, limiting me. Um, But it it was really, it was really refreshing and nice to hear his struggle. Yeah, because he's just normal as shit. (laughs) He's so normal, Um, and it's just crazy to be like Andre, like just just make something. Like (laughs) that's what
1: I was about to say. Like it makes you think, like, wow, this Grammy award winning. Top five in my eyes lacks confidence. Thirty years in, It's thirty years in, and and I don't know. It just puts perspective.
2: Yeah, definitely, because it's like, yeah, like just just do it. Just keep creating. That's what Rick Rubin was saying. He's like, just keep creating. You don't know when it's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Something that um, you know, that will hit. Like really random. You know, me and you made that song. I guess I don't know if I should throw nah, that go out ahead, there. Go ahead. But <laughs> I had made it. I had made. I don't know if you guys know, but I was an animation stu- uh, student, so we had to make uh music for our animations, so I was making a death scene, <laughs>
0: <The> <laughs>
2: song, <laughs> it was like the first, I don't know, no, that wasn't the first one I made, maybe the second or third mm. little beat I made or whatever, and then you end up hijacking yeah, it, and that was my you shit. I
0: said it nah, into I a song. That. It's your heart.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, I had no idea that was going to be that. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's with a lot of things. Even like when you're, if you're a painter, and sometimes you just start painting some stuff, and it just goes into a whole new direction. It wouldn't it never came to fruition if you didn't just start painting. So that's what I think. Mostly, I took from that is like just do keep it, creating.
0: do don't it. Don't think, don't think, just
2: don't think so much. Just keep doing keep it. Going.
1: Um, it, yeah. It brought me back to a conversation I was having with Lur, um, a couple episodes ago. For people that might not know. I asked the question if uh, Summer Walker was the new Lauren Hill, and it it Mm -hmm. triggered a few folks. (laughs) But um, (laughs) I thought it was interesting how, like, we look at success and what it brings and how it can, you know, change our lives for the right now. And, like, it grants us the opportunity to help others, but even when we're, like, trying to be super altruistic with it in terms of, like, giving back to the community, when you're in a position to do all that stuff, it still might not be as fulfilling as you think. Uh huh. Putting all your eggs in the basket that when I achieve this or when I get to mm-hmm. this certain point, I'm gonna be this or I'm gonna be content. And then when you get there, you realize there's more. Mm-hmm. It can be very disheartening. And then like when Rick Rubin was talking about, he said he had like the number one album in the country with the Beastie Boys, and somebody asked him like, "How does it feel?" He was like, "I've never felt
0: worse." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs> i wish he would have elaborated more on that yeah he didn't really explain why he felt i mean he did but i wish he would have went into it a little deeper yeah. um i thought it was interesting how they were saying that like once you once you get famous like more famous your writing kind of goes to shit because yeah. you don't really have nothing to write about you're just touring and you know going through the motions it's not like you're really having these experiences happen to you yeah. For you to write about and like how they said that one guy said he needed to hire a woman to break his heart. Just so he <laughs> so could write he the blues. Write a love song. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, damn, I never thought of it that way. That is true. That's probably why, you know, a lot of times you're just like, oh, that album sucked. And it's like, <laughs> well, they don't really, they're not doing nothing. Yeah. They're not out in the real life. And like how they were saying, you know, the more successful you get, the further the crowd gets away from you. Yeah, and that's the truth. I thought
0: that was so nice. That's, de-
2: that's why I, I hate that, yeah, once people blow up and all of a sudden they're in these big arenas and it's not that intimate, you know, concert setting anymore. It's, it sucks. <laughs> mm.
1: Like, I think my biggest takeaway is like, at our level, or at the creator's level that hasn't made it to a certain point yet, we're envious or, or we look forward to what we see in the future or what we we look forward to or what other artists that are in positions that we want have but if you listen to Andre speaking in his interview he's envious of creating with no expectation that's only afforded to somebody who hasn't made it you know what I'm saying like that I think that's I don't know it's a perspective thing it's almost like be careful what you wish for he said he would trade it off
2: yeah I don't want to be famous what are we doing? Sorry, Zay. I don't want to be I don't famous. either.
1: Like, I'd, I'd okay. rather be in the background. <laughs> That's why I kind of like a podcast because, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a niche group mm-hmm. of people that listen to Yeah,
2: it's it's just too much pressure.
1: Mm-mm. I'm scared of that. I think that was one of my biggest fears, like, back when I was, like, making music was actually having to be known.
0: <laughs> That's my right for people. That's it. I
2: think mean, being known to an extent is fine, but, like, andre's level that's that's intimidating yeah feel that i wish i got to see him as he was like frolicking through philadelphia
0: apparently <laughs> like he'd
1: be in new york frolicking the same way
2: yeah, yeah. i know a lot of people saw him here
1: It's cool um yeah if y- if y'all got a chance again that's the broken record podcast um it's on apple they
2: they like they have some interesting other interviews. i was listening
1: though. to i listened to a few other ones i listened to one with tyler I was listening to the one with Rex Orange County, and I think that was it so far. The one with Tyler was cool. I want
2: to listen to the one with Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. I saw that was like one of the recent oh, ones. For real? What What happened with the one with Tyler? Ah, uh,
1: the one with Tyler was kind of dope because they were like actually taking this new album and playing. See, I love. I'm a geek. Like when I when like artists start talking about like their creative process and their thoughts when they were making this particular song. It doesn't even have to be a song I like. I just want to know what, like, how, how they think. Um, mm-hmm. They were actually playing the song off his latest album, and then mm-hmm. going into how he made that song. Okay. You know, I think yeah, they only did like six tracks. They might have did half the album, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think the the running theme is like you always want more because that one kind of ended abruptly too. <laughs> I'm just, I'm I'm just preparing you. Thanks for
2: no, thank you. I'm just preparing Thanks. you. I'm already heard. <laughs> what are they doing? Like they don't got more than fifty nine minutes. Nah, they're
1: trying to make you come back, man. That's good ass content. That
2: ain't no, but that's not gonna make me come back. You're not continuing on the same conversation. I'm sorry, I just got it.
1: True. <laughs> All right. Um. Earlier this week, well, I don't know if it was this week. It might have been like two weeks ago. Um, it came out that Oprah's doing a documentary on the allegations for Russell Simmons.
2: Yeah, I think it came out like the first week of December.
1: And I saw um Fifty Cent Your Neighborhood Troll. Kinda kinda mm-hmm. came out Oprah was just like, Why does she just keep doing this to black men? Um mm-hmm. there's so many other people. And I don't know if he was saying like don't do it, but like why hasn't your your Harvey Weinstein yeah, or yeah, upstairs? I don't think he was
2: saying don't, yeah. It was just like why only? Why is it only that? I think I'm rolling up with um, that a little bit. What you think? No, definitely. I feel the same way. Um, you know, if you want to keep on talking about this subject, uh, go after all of them. I mean, we all know their names for the most part. Mm-hmm. The few that have really been in the headlines. Um, so, yeah. I mean, hey. I don't know. Russell, I don't. <clears throat> like, Something son, up
0: with that. <laughs> dude, okay, I'm sorry.
2: But... <laughs> so i have nothing to say about whether he's guilty or innocent i don't know um but i know this i was trying to find more information about the investigation because it started in 2017 Mm. and i don't really see anything on the internet as far as like as far as recent information i just see the old articles of when everything first came out Mm -hmm. um but he wrote a really long post on his instagram to oprah Kind of saying, you know, I, basically, I like I thought we was cool. um, And he was kind of like, you know, I have done some things in my past, but it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, mm, is that kind of like a half-ass admission? I don't know. I don't know. Some don't feel right, but I still don't like what Oprah's doing. Because it's like you're profiting off of that. And, um, you know what I mean? Like there's other people like, like, I mean, hello, Weinstein. That's like the biggest one. And you haven't said shit about that. I
1: looked into that and the the only thing that I saw that she even mentioned was like the beginning of the last year. And she was like, she remembers bullying type of phone conversations with, with Weinstein. And it stopped there. Like when it first broke, when all the allegations like first was going off, that's the only thing she's Mm -hmm. commented on hey
2: whatever I uh, i don't know something she just she's always read me the wrong fucking way but also when i was looking up stuff i, I remember this now you remember that movie crash that came out like 2005 yeah. so she had the cast of crash on her show and she wasn't trying to let Ludacris on because she had an issue with rappers yeah. this was like freaking 2005 like really and I remember her and Ludacris, like, really got into it, like, because she kept on, like, basically, like, putting him down while he was on her show, and it, like, turned into a whole problem. I think I
0: vaguely
1: remember that, too.
2: Yeah, me too, right. So, it's, like, she, and then just the fact that, you know, like, still now she's constantly going after black men, like, I don't, I don't know, bruh. And you know what, too? You know I went on her page to see people's comment, and you know, you know it. So, of course, I scroll on a comment, and it's, like... Comments for this post have been limited. I was like, oh man, like, you don't <laughs> put in the keywords, heffa. You don't oh, put yeah. in the keywords. She made a few so calls. That's
1: overpowered, boy.
2: I mean, you could do that on IG, though. You can go in and put words that you don't want to see, and they'll block those comments. Oh, for real? I didn't Yeah, know mm-hmm. hmm. yeah so she can just put Russell.
0: <laughs> right. Lies. Well, I didn't bitch. really. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, I have a problem because I still feel like the way she did that—never leaving Neverland—shit was nasty.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we
1: covered that. I mean, we don't gotta go into that. Um, mm-hmm. but just the way it happened after he passed, and then their credibility came into question. It was kind of like they changed wording on her website saying it was alle- mm-hmm. allegations instead of like a, a real thing. Like I didn't like how shiesty it kind of was. But then I looked in the time, so I did a little research on this, right? So back when, like, the Neverland joint kind of came out, I think you brought this up, or or it was convenient timing. It was convenient timing in alignment with Weinstein, because that's when the first allegations against Weinstein came out. You remember that? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Then I'm looking up, because, like, we don't get a lot of information on what's going on with that Weinstein case. You feel mm-hmm. like you would get more. You feel like you'd be bombarded with it. But nah, we're not getting a lot. And obviously, the powers mm-hmm. that be probably don't want to give it to us. But it just so mm-hmm. happens that the documentary on Russell Simmons is set to premiere early next year at the Sundance Festival, right?
0: Like that's so Harvey good. Weinstein mm-hmm.
1: is expected to go on trial next month. mm I don't know. It just seemed like she dropping. She <laughs> <Time is laughs> It just seemed like. She on the payroll. Yeah, she dropping. And, and it, it would be, it would not be so bad or it would still be bad. But like, you can look. Oprah's been around in the fact that she's been in the same rooms with some of these people. She has pictures with all these people. She got pictures with Russell Simmons being all smiley, chummy. She got pictures with Mike being smiley and chummy.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what Russell posted. Like, he was on her show talking about one of his books. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, I think the nasty thing so with Russell like, is
2: Damn, homie. the nasty
1: thing with Russell is, dare he speak <laughs> at like a, a at like a Me Too movement thing?
0: Which I don't know. I don't know what Russell be doing. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Either. His face, I'm, I can't. No, he
1: look a little. He
2: look a little. I know thing. it's mean, yeah. but I don't like looking at his <laughs> face <laughs> <laughs> and the way he, he has that. Uh, does he have a lisp? I don't know. Something about the way he I talks a lisp too, just,
0: though. So, like,
2: you've you've improved a lot. Oh, thank you. It's nothing. It's nothing like when really I first dang.
0: met you. He used to be bad. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Shit! Why you ain't tell me? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Why you ain't tell me? Eh?
2: I ain't know you like that. How <laughs> much? Like, how to tell you? Like, yo, you. What you talk? Ugh. Like, what am I gonna say? Oh, like, damn, if honestly, it your nice. list was never that bad. It was never that bad, though. It was never that bad.
1: Now nah, I'm insecure. Mm-mm. I don't want to talk. No, nah, don't A be. It was never. It was
2: never that bad to the point where it was like, ew, I can't talk to you yeah but it was noticeable.
1: Yes, it was. I think my biggest problem with it is I feel like, yes, we should be shining the light on certain things, and I'm talking about mm-hmm. the whole whole Oprah situation, but it seems like you're profiting, and it seems like it's like it's always convenient timing, and it's like sensationalized, right. like Sundance Film Festival.
0: Right, like why can not it
1: just be a special on TV? Why well, I gotta win an award, like?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then too, you know how they were showing the people that would be producing it, these movie makers. Like it's kind of a similar thing to Leaving Neverland. Like it's a movie.
1: They gonna get Michael like, Bay. What facts? Michael Bay going produce it?
2: Oh my god, I'm done. <laughs> but it's like, what facts do you have? So. I mean, I'm gonna watch it, of course, because you know, gotta gotta know what's going on. But not happy about this. Be consistent.
1: Yeah, be consistent, or or just be thorough. Get everybody. Group them all in. Yeah,
2: get everybody exactly. Group them all in. in. You know
1: what I mean? Like you're you're investing so much time, and it it just seems like it's only black men, and it's hard for black men to Mm -hmm. complain. Like you know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. It's hard for black men to, to, to get people to feel bad for them, mm-hmm. just when you consider a lot of the problems that we have in the community. Yeah.
2: I mean, I saw too that L.A. Reed had some allegations against him too, and he stepped down from Epic Records last year.
0: Correct. I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't know. They swept that under the rug. Um,
2: yeah, and then Russell, yeah, Russell stepped down from. I knew
0: that. Wasn't nobody getting okay. that rush
1: card anyway.
2: I mean did he step down from the rush card or just everything Gosh, he was I mean,
1: ghosted. <laughs> he got the fuck out of there, yo.
2: Oh my god. I mean that was the first like Cash App card and stuff.
0: Yeah. I ain't trusted.
2: <laughs> no, I never got mm. one. It had fees and stuff. I just knew something wasn't right about it.
0: <clears throat> I had a bank account. I don't I was like I didn't need that. Um
1: I do I do think that kind of confirms like, you know, black women are the most disrespected. I feel like black men are the most targeted. Mhm. Like, you know, we're, we're punished more than with mm-hmm. people that do the same thing. So when you, it's disheartening when you have somebody in the community actually holding the pitchfork, or, get, or, or rallying the troops with what it seems like it's for only black men.
2: And who the fuck is her audience? Old white ladies. Like, get, get out of here, y'all. Yeah. Make them old white ladies more afraid. You see how they be acting out here in these streets. Clutching
1: their purses and all that. You
2: see them cutting up, trying to block people's way and standing in front of them, guarding entrances and shit. Emboldening shit. And shit. So thank, thanks, Oprah. Yeah, keep on showing them those images. That's nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a narrative Idiot. war, man. There's, I feel like America's always had a narrative war. Whoever controls the right. narrative wins. And and if we if we playing in the stereotypes, you know, I mean, black men are dangerous. I'm a dangerous. I don't feel like I'm dangerous. Am i Am a dangerous, Brit? <laughs> you ain't got to laugh like that. I'm a little dangerous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little dangerous. You ain't got
2: No, um, you. Of course, you'd be dangerous if you needed to be, but in general, no.
1: Yeah,
2: you were just out here trying to live your best
1: That's life. Kind of leads into the the next topic. All right, so Mike Vick is is to be honored at the Pro Bowl, and mm-hmm. I'm only bringing this up because in my in my scrolling through Facebook, I I'll, I'll be on Facebook a lot, but every now and then <laughs> I come across a post that just got hella activity under it and
2: everybody in the tizzy
1: yeah right so somebody just posted the article and i actually saw my brother engaging and i don't never see him mm-hmm. comment this much like i never mm-hmm. he's never that active it's amazing how lack of forgiveness is in society mm-hmm. just how much of it is because the way people are not letting this thing go or letting that man live is wild i saw some disgusting disgusting posts like talking about they wanted to trap they wanted to strap michael vick to a chair and let pit bulls tear him apart oh yeah i saw some nasty stuff or like likening him to a pedophile people don't change what yeah i saw (laughs) wild shit
0: okay i don't know i just feel like
1: i feel like what else is he supposed to do he he did this thing yeah it was fighting pit bulls and let's be real, that's a part yeah, he was
2: funding
0: it. Of, he was he wasn't funding literally it. Fighting Well, him. I don't know huh. what I
1: don't know his involvement, how much of his involvement in, but I okay. but I
0: do know that
1: he was funding it and if they're gonna come after somebody, they're not gonna come after his cousin that doesn't have the big name. <laughs> they're gonna come after the person mm-hmm. that that stands to lose the most. So he lost endorsements, he paid a hell of money, he went to jail, mm-hmm. came out mm-hmm. and now he's an advocate for animal rights. And it's been consistent, right. stayed out of trouble since.
0: And mm-hmm, people's, people
1: are still not letting this go. They're going as far as to signing petitions, telling people to. So I'll read this. Many of the fans feel that the Pro Bowl is evidently a step too far. As of Thursday afternoon, more than 500,000 people had signed a Change.org petition mm. demanding that Vic be removed as an honorary captain. Of the pole Bowl in late January, <laughs> another petition with more than, more than three hundred thousand signatures demands the same thing, and yet another which has more than a hundred thousand signatures urges sponsors to back out of the pole Bowl until it drops Vic <sighs> I swear you yeah. all right, so I'm not from that culture, but I do know that there's certain <laughs> 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 yeah, I do know there's certain cultures that that's kind of just kind of a way of life, like like fighting.
2: Oh, I thought you meant riding this
1: hard for dogs. Oh, uh, I mean I'm not a part of that culture. Listen, I'm not a dog person, I never really had a I never had a dog. Uh-huh. Um, I don't hate dogs. I don't think dogs should be mistreated. But if there's a hierarchy, if there's right. any hierarchy, if I had to choose between dog and people. Right. I mean it's an easy decision. Part of me wanted to be a troll and jump in that and jump in that conversation online and be like, Hey you fuck them damn dogs like
0: right <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you'd be like you know like mm-hmm. everybody's everybody's acting like these dogs are so innocent they came to the trash they were tearing up shoes something had to be done
2: <laughs> <laughs> something had to be done but, but no um
1: <laughs> i mean if you go to another culture you go to asia they're eating dogs it's the truth yeah. no they really are like it's the truth. It's it's a cuisine. So like our attachment to this specific animal, like I I bet mm-hmm. you I bet you the same people that are caping so hard for these dogs and saying all these nasty things underneath this post, let a mouse form come, come in the house.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: let a mosquito come, let a fly come. They swine it and not even thinking. So like I think it's interesting that there's a hierarchy of importance within just the animal kingdom there's there's animals that they don't care about and then there's animals that they do mm-hmm. um, and then we just we just joking because uh i was just thinking like the relationship between black folks and dogs okay and white folks and, and dogs and um i can pull up a lot of footages that would show black people <laughs> <laughs> black. <laughs> I can, pull up, I can pull up a lot of images that'll show black people don't really fuck with dogs.
2: I mean, they needs to stick them
0: don't dogs mean, on us. Yeah, death. we don't
1: like dogs and fire hoses. It's just crazy how they came together.
0: I mean, hey.
1: <laughs> and,
2: uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's generational trauma. I'm saying.
1: <laughs> what if, like, what if you found out those dogs, like, you did, like, on My Ancestry? And like the dogs, he was only like,
2: yo, I have no time. He's only
1: torturing dogs. <laughs> they had like, ah, <laughs> yo, great, oh my great, God. Uncle, your great, great, great uncle bit like Martin Luther King back in the back in the- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Get him. Fuck him up.
1: You ever see like when they pull them pictures up and like highlight highlight the actual like suspect? What if he was, like, highlighting the dogs, like, yep, that's him. That's Jasper. Good old Jasper. He had a, a butt of a line. just on the <laughs> back of a nigga's ass. All right.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, truth. Oh, um, He was doing a
2: service, y'all. Get him back.
1: Right? Straight up.
2: For the ancestors.
1: For the For the people.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe
1: Vic was doing She's the so. service for us, you know what I mean?
0: I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, dang.
1: I mean,
2: you know it's coming again. They're going to start sticking the dogs on us again. Shit. Sure.
1: Yeah, I'll fuck a dog up.
2: I will fuck a dog up. You know, I'll be. All
1: right, let's not. I will about kick to be the shit ass, out you know, of a dog. I don't
2: give a fuck. Let that dog be coming for me. I'm kicking it.
1: I mean, yo, piss is strong as hell. You ever been around a dog that's out of control?
2: <laughs> no, you haven't? <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, in my old neighborhood, which was terrifying.
1: I was at somebody. Whenever I used to hang out with this dude, he would have me in the sketchiest places. now <laughs> I'm not gonna say no names, but I'm. I'm
0: <laughs> I think I already Right, so I'm I'm
1: <laughs> in this crib or whatever. I've been here like maybe twice before. It's just mad ratchet. There's a guy sleeping on the sofa. I it's like somebody's <laughs> father, and there's just a random pit there, yeah. and my homeboy is like, I'm gonna go upstairs. He's like, give me a minute. Went upstairs. This nigga left me downstairs with a pit I ain't never oh, no. seen before. So like, right? The pit chillin' comes over, uh, and just lays on top of me. So like, I know a little bit oh. about dogs. I'm just like, hey yo, like he trying to like he trying to like dominate me real quick. So like, I stand up and then he starts like <laughs> not like being aggressive, but like kind of mm-hmm. snapping at my foot. I was like, nah, so luckily my homeboy came back down, and he was just like, he was like, yo, I thought about it, I was like, I definitely left you in here with a pit. I was like, yeah, nigga, Uh, tripping. (laughs) But then, I think later on that same night, the pit attacked the other dog, and we ran downstairs, had the other dog around the neck, and you know, if you know anything about dogs, like they bite, and then the pit starts shaking, and that's when like the real Mm -hmm. damage is coming. And mm-hmm. I realized that the owner of this dog is the guy that was sleeping on the couch. Mm-hmm. And he has no control over this pit.
0: Mm-hmm. So then I hearken
1: back to when I was in the room by myself with this nigga. And this nigga, if this nigga oh, snapped God. and the owner can't even do nothing, right? we literally mm-hmm. had to put like a, a piece of wood in this dog's mouth Damn. and fly it open in mm-hmm. order for him to let go of this dog.
0: Oh my God. Was the other dog hurt?
1: Yeah, the dog was all right
0: a little bit of blood i don't sound like it no, little, oh a little bit of blood yeah that's of story fucking
1: dogs you know like for real they're dangerous <laughs> now they stop um when it comes to are
0: dangerous.
1: i don't know i just feel like when it comes to the vic situation like what else has to be done and are we saying that there's no rehabilitation um what's the purpose of going to jail for like should we got the death penalty in these people's eyes it was really eye-opening sure. to see these remarks in the news this time. hmm Oh, boy. <laughs>
2: Real quick, I, I know this is not really related, but I was in King of Pressure today, and I saw people like at the mall entrance with like Trump signs and getting people to honk for Trump. I was like, Oh, what are we doing? Get me out of here. Yeah, that's weird. Like I was like somebody might throw a drink at y'all. Like <laughs> I mean, I was we we were out in the county, so I it's probably more support than not. But have you
1: been paying attention to this impeachment stuff?
2: I mean, what is it to pay attention to? Is going to the Senate? Like I'm just I don't got time for all this speculation that the news likes to do. They do too much of it. I just want to hear the final result. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day. Ooh, Trump, what we go, Pence?
1: Yeah, like what happens? Is no, what the
2: fuck is that guy's deal? Like we don't know shit about him. At least Trump, we know, we know that motherfucker.
1: It's something about knowing your devils. You yeah, like I mean?
2: he loud as hell all day. He has a Twitter. Like <laughs> he be tweeting nonstop. Yeah, this is
1: not gonna be a popular opinion. And yeah, like you know, what I mean, I'm no, I'm not into politics. I'm no Trump supporter, or whatever. But how whack is politics gonna be once he leaves? <laughs> no spice <laughs> right isn't it <he> going be <laughs> no like oh, we back to just regular politics like i'm I'm
0: kind of missing trump <laughs> kind of <laughs> missing, like he, he is pretty That's funny
2: good. A mess. yeah so we'll see what happens with that i mean i don't know i don't even know how long it takes for them to make that decision so
0: yeah okay huh? yeah i mean exactly.
1: if y'all know anything about it please let me know because i don't pay attention to none of that
2: man just look on cnn real quick it's gonna be a I don't million want to. Articles. just be talk
1: pieces like it don't even it just be opinion mm-hmm. opinionated news like just give me the facts right mm-hmm. yeah to tag over this you know what i think is going to be um very interesting moving forward well, i feel like trump's opened the door of like just kind of saying whatever are using these platforms? Oh, you're to say, wondering
2: if other people gonna start showing their ass?
1: Not even showing in. ass. I feel like it's gonna oh. be so beneficial when a a actual potential candidate that like actually has good policy to stand the I'm not saying there's none out there. I just really don't be paying attention. But like when an actual when a, when a candidate that has something to say start doing a podcast and speaking in long format. And you Uh, get a real sense of who they are as an individual. And you can really, because I I feel like you can't fake it. You can't fake it. You talk long enough. You're going to expose whatever you're trying to hide, Mm -hmm. if you're trying to hide something. But Mm -hmm. I do think it's interesting if a candidate would choose to speak in long format, because if you're looking at the news, it's frustrating. We're just talking about it. Like, even with these debates, it's like five people up there cutting each other off, not getting complete thoughts out, and this, that, and the third. What if a candidate... Mm -hmm participates in these debates and then on a weekly basis gets an hour two hours to elaborate on what they actually stand for or what they want to say i think that'll be very yeah. interesting moving forward
0: yeah true i agree
1: yeah i want to see it
0: <laughs>
1: um i think that's it uh, yeah, abrupt. See you see we are abrupt with our No, too? I'm
2: just you and this I think that's it. That's your favorite. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, I, mean, I guess I need to get rid of
0: that, right? We yeah, have a little take. Like everybody has a gotta little We to find tink.
2: something different. I know.
0: What but you yeah, it's
2: say. definitely it.
0: Wrap it up. Um, wrap it up.
2: <laughs> Cute music. Wrap it on up. Right. <laughs> Cute music. music. But thanks for listening, guys. Um Hey, we just did a quick little, you know, just wanted to chat with y'all. It's a holiday week. Hopefully you get time to listen. Uh, yeah.
1: Um. If we don't speak to y'all, um. if you don't hear from y'all, you, enjoy y'all holiday. Um,
0: Have a very merry Christmas and a happy, a new, happy year. Year. <laughs> new year.
2: New <laughs> year. That's the one that's what been stuck in my head. Which Christmas song has been stuck in your head?
1: Donnie. Really? Donnie's the shit. That's the only Christmas song. I show. know
2: he is. That one in freaking Wham has Which been one's stuck the in my head. Wham Last
0: Christmas, I gave my heart, but the very next day you gave it up gave it You damn it! Um, you know
1: what songs never stuck in my head? <laughs> the Mariah Carey song. Who puts that like on the list? Really? Yeah, that one's thing.
2: never stuck in your that's head. That's not my thing. They are playing the fuck they out of do. it. How's like, it, like, it like number one it's like, every time? All right, time. come on, y'all. There's I mean, it does rock, but I feel like this year, I think because they said it was number one this year, now we're like, uh. Yeah.
1: You know who I never want to hear sing a, sing a um, holiday song? Mary J. Blige.
0: Ooh, you tried it.
1: No, I didn't. I did it. I didn't try. I didn't try. Yo,
0: I just wasn't ready. I just wasn't ready. You really want to hear
1: that raspy ass voice singing, singing, uh,
0: Silent No, I'm good. No. I'm good off
1: Mary, yo. I I don't really like Mary J. Blige. I don't like new Mary J. Blige. Aww. I love me. I need Mary like when she was like depressed.
0: I'm just Mary. I'm just Mary. Yeah, like
1: give me that. Give me the my life, Mary.
2: Mary still rock. I don't want to hear that. I don't want I to, to hear Miss that.
0: Mary. Just fine.
2: Just fine. Nope.
0: I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs>
2: but that bridge though, no, that bridge is tight. No, I'm, I'm good. Man, whatever. That's like the insecure whatever.
1: person anthem. Yeah, I hated it.
2: I know. I, I didn't like that song either, but that bridge, I love that bridge on that song. Um, that's the only reason I listen to that song is for the bridge. Um, I did not hear it, My Boys men though, Let Us Know.
0: That's my jam. Uh, I'm going to play it. I got I yeah, to listen to that. Yeah, I'm going to go. It's <laughs> going right back <laughs> up again, yo. Then... Let <laughs>
2: Don't start
1: don't start cause I, I'm not hitting the notes right now you know I'm not my voice so up. anyway <laughs> y'all I'm sorry we're sorry for keeping you longer than we needed no, to. no y'all
2: like to listen y'all like this y'all like it uh,
1: again <laughs> enjoy your holiday we will speak to y'all next week we should we have another episode dropping before the end of the year right so we oh
2: my god do we I think so holy crap we do okay cool well
1: talk to you guys next yep. week no, alright y'all love y'all be out Bye.
2: Happy holiday.